Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Well, late last week, Minister of Transportation and Infrastructure Rob Fleming said, amongst many things when he was describing this um, challenge with our overpasses, that, quote, it has never been easier to follow a route to guide a load safely through our highway system and avoid the potential for impact with infrastructure, unquote. I will politely disagree because we do have a number of overpasses that are starting to age. And as we get into hydraulic trucks and we get into a new era, it is getting paper thin where some of these trucks are just skating by. And I think there's a challenge to be had. But BC-operated Chohan Trucking had its license stripped away last week. And the challenge remains, what do we do with our aging overpasses and the possibility of getting struck once again. Dylan Kruger is with the Delta City Councilor, kind of joined me uh, on a holiday Monday. Dylan, good afternoon. Rob, thanks for having me. Well, let's get into it because I've talked with a couple of people that said, you know what? Yes, you should be able to get around the province of British Columbia without fear of hitting an overpass. But I've also heard from some people that say those overpasses are a little long in the tooth and it could be time where we have to make some adjustments. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, look, we've we've had 34 of these uh, trucks hitting overpasses since late 2021. Uh, I think most people can agree, you know, one time's an accident, twice is an, an, an anomaly, uh, 34 times something is seriously wrong here. So it's it's incumbent on us to look at everything, whether it be we've talked a lot about uh, mandatory fines and better education uh, for, for companies and, and the drivers that work for them, uh, suspension and cancellation of licenses, and the province certainly made the, the right decision with the uh, canceling that company's license, as you mentioned. Uh, But we also need to look at our infrastructure, and our infrastructure is aging. And certainly as we are replacing uh, overpasses and and highway systems across Metro Vancouver and B.C., uh, we have to ensure we're we're upgrading it to to modern standards. The, the, The typical standard that you see on most of these roadways where these incidents have happened is about 4.7 meters of clearance. The new minimum for new construction is five meters, and and we're mostly building around 5.2 meters. So uh, certainly it's something we need to look at when we're building new infrastructure in this province. Obviously not a lot of people want to spend a lot of money on that. I had a caller the other day say, instead of building a new bridge, why don't you just redo the road and take it down a couple of grades so that it would essentially give you that half meter of leeway? Would that be a simple fix and maybe cost efficient as well? Well, I'm not sure about that, but but one thing we have to stop doing is is uh, doing uh, own goals and harming ourselves. Uh, t- uh, two of the uh, overpass strikes, which happened in my community, happened along Highway 99. Highway 99 was actually slated for a full retrofit with the now cancelled George Massey Tunnel Bridge replacement project, and it's much more than a bridge. It was actually a full. A corridor improvement program from from Richmond all the way to White Rock that ironically would have upgraded at least a few of those uh, those overpasses uh, up to modern standards and avoided those collisions. So we certainly can't be cancelling uh, projects that are already in the queue. But there are other solutions and, and a lot more cost-effective solutions. You know, the BC Truckers Association has been talking about early warning systems 
You see these, uh, Alberta certainly is a leader in installing these, and we see those in Saskatchewan as well. Costs about 25 grand a pop to install, uh, and that will actually trigger warnings for trucks that are carrying oversized loads prior to uh, hitting uh, the, that critical infrastructure and allowing them an opportunity to, to change course. Is that something that Delta would be willing to look at? I mean, I know that you guys are in the midst of changing your your infrastructure, and yes, the Massey Tunnel is definitely a challenge, but is that something you guys would be willing to invest in? Well, these are provincial routes. These are provincial highways, and at the end of the day, it's up to the Ministry of Transportation to make these investments. I think our role as a city is certainly much more in terms of advocacy, Uh, I had a motion that passed uh, at council last month uh, that's going to be going to the Union of BC Municipalities calling on the province to make legislative amendments to the maximum fines that they can hand out in these situations. Uh, There was a big news flash last fall when the fines were increased from, I think it was $115 all the way up to $575. But when you're talking about $2 million worth of damage every time one of these trucks blows through an overpass, Uh, it's simply not good enough. So we need more, you know, real punitive fines uh, when these incidents happen. Uh, And certainly we need to advocate to ensure uh, things like early warning systems, uh, you know, that we at least start to explore those $25,000 solutions to avoid $2 million blow-ups. Dylan Kruger is with the Delta City Council joining me here on the Jazz Joel Hall Show. I remember when that announcement came out and there were a lot of people that called in and scoffed at the fact that we went from $150 up to $500. Was that just incremental? Do you expect that to continue to rise? Do you think it was just a, a drip in the ocean, so to speak? Yeah, and, and again, this my understanding is this was the maximum they were able to do under current legislation. Uh, so legislative changes need to happen, but it's just, I mean, 575, that's, that's the cost of doing business. That's not even close to something that would be sufficiently punitive. You know, we need something that is so punitive that, that uh, every single uh, company that has truck drivers on the road in BC uh, would would not only think twice, would never dare to put uh, an unqualified driver on the road. Every single one of these incidents is negligence and every single one of them is avoidable. Uh, there really is no excuse. So uh, we need to do much better than $575 fines. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. Dylan, I know it's family day, so I'm going to let you get back to it. But thank you for your education and thank you for your insight today. Let's talk again. Absolutely, Rob. Thanks for having me and happy family day.